The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So we'll begin with a short meditation, short guided meditation. Just taking some time to find the posture that is comfortable and upright. and give some sense of balance. Given that the topic today is impermanence, it's helpful to remember that the posture is not something static. Even though we're cultivating stillness, it's a dynamic stillness. So we're continually Noticing the body, noticing the posture, attending to the posture. Allowing the body itself to make any micro adjustments that seem helpful. Letting the eyes close, it's comfortable. just arriving. Opening. To whatever is present right now. The sounds of the room, 
just passing through. Awareness of sounds, listening meditation can be a very skillful doorway into the present moment. What is it to simply receive sound? How simple can it be? for any kind of judgment or evaluation. And we listen with a kind of warmth and kindness.
most of the sounds in our life are not in our control. come and they'll go. How relaxed can we be with the impermanence of sound. Changing nature of sound. In the same way that we listen to sound, can we listen to sensations? Sensations in the body. the same simplicity.
simply receiving sensation. Noticing that just like sound, sensations in the body are changing. Whatever thoughts and images and emotions are present. Noticing that they too are changing. Coming and going. Perhaps seeing this change can help us to relax. (coughs) Weigh the sound of water 
moving, flowing. It can be relaxing. No need to control the water. Stop the flow. Noticing if there's anywhere in the body that can be softened. Sometimes the neck, the shoulders. Is the belly contracted? Can it be softened? Maybe our tendency is to tighten contract in the face of change.
simply noticing. When we relax, Maybe our clinging relaxes, our thinking relaxes. And we start to feel that this moment is safe. The present moment is a safe place to be. have to be perfect. You know however things are right now they will change.
noticing any connection between being in the present moment, simply receiving experience. and the sense of well-being. A sense of ease. opening to this 
changing flow of sounds, thoughts, sensations, motions, like water flowing And we can relax our need to control to stop the flow great ease can arise Great joy to see that we are not separate from this flow. begin to find our composure right in the middle of change.
in some Buddhist cultures, monks and nuns are referred to as clouds and water people. The nature of water A little bit louder. Is anyone else? Okay. Yeah. It should be. Is it? <laughs> okay. Um, how's that? Is that okay? Um, so it said the nature of water is to flow, and the nature of clouds is to move. And so a clouds and water person may be someone who sees that their nature is not different than the water, is not different than the clouds. Um, So the teaching about impermanence, about change, is considered the heart of how things are. And the direction of vipassana practice, maybe we can say the purpose of vipassana practice, is in some important way to encounter this truth of impermanence, to, to meet it, to understand it, with all of its joyful implications and all of its difficult implications. And something in that deep understanding is said to support a letting go, a letting go into something um, maybe we can say something beyond impermanence. And, and with that letting go, uh, it doesn't transport us into some other alternate universe or planet, <laughs> but it returns us to our life. And in a way we can see this same world, this same life, uh, anew, freshly, um, with a, an appreciation for uh, maybe the beauty or a kind of perfection of each thing, each existence, just as it is. So this morning I thought to, I think we'll have three sitting meditations, and I thought to offer um, three different um, ways of meeting impermanence. 
Um, this first one being uh, the value of finding some sense of physical and mental ease, some sense of relaxation um, in the face of impermanence. I think there's something maybe so fundamental to human life. We know there's instability. We know there's unreliability. We know there's uncontrollability of change. Yet we deeply want to... um, we deeply want stability. We deeply need stability. We, um, we need some sense of control for life to work well. And so how do we align these, you know, to manage what we can manage and then to at the same time somehow um, be at peace with the uncontrollability of things. And I think this this dilemma creates stress. And one of the ways it creates stress or tension is in the body as a kind of bracing against something, bracing against change. And so in the sittings or in the walkings, just noticing any sense of tension in the body, any sense of tension in the mind, and seeing what can be softened. Um, Not to discount the value of relaxation. There's a deep, there's a deep teaching in in learning how to soften, learning how to let go of something. Um, And then so we'll have um, walking periods in between the sitting. Um, I've put a sign-up sheet. If anyone would like to meet with me, you can put your name and um, I can probably meet with two people or so in each walking period. Um, so we'll just go through the list. Um, I think we'll, we'll have a lunch period at around noon, maybe at 12.15. And then... Uh, talk at around 2, 2.30, something like that. And um, so they're all, you know, sitting and walking in the afternoon. And then after the talk, we'll have time for, for questions, Q&A, group Q&A. Um, but the, just to say one more thing, that the, the topic of impermanence can sometimes bring up and stir up strong feelings, strong emotions. Um, 
And so just to um, sense into this dimension of experience, this changing nature of experience with um, with kindness, kindness towards ourselves, softness. Um, it's it's a gentle opening to this. Nothing needs to be forced. Nothing needs to be. Um, it's not a right way to do it or a wrong way to do it. And, um, but just see if, rather than being involved in the content of my thoughts, can I just notice how they change? Rather than being involved with the meaning of different sounds, can I just tune in to the changing nature? Um, This counters, I think, our very human tendency to perceive uh, continuity, to perceive stability. And there is stability, and we need stability. Um, But that's one perspective. And the perspective of change is another perspective. Like, uh, those cartoon books that if you, if you flip it quickly, you see the moving characters, you know, how they make a cartoon. But is it really moving? Is the character moving? Or is there, is there a frame, and then a frame, and then a frame, frame? So it's just, just an exploration. Um, how how clearly can we see change? Um, and how much can the heart open to change? And, and what does that bring up? So just, just meeting it with, you know, as much kindness, as much patience, as much ease. It's so, it's, it's almost 10. And I think we'll have about 40 minutes for walking and then, and then come back for the next sitting at um, 10.35. So um, just to say a little bit about the walking, for those of you who haven't been on these one-day sittings, um, you're welcome to walk here in the in the, um, in the in the outer room, we, we usually walk about something like ten steps and then stop and then turn around and and walk back. So it's it's a sort of formal walking, um, but it's also okay to to go outside. You can walk down the block and back. Um, but the idea is to bring the same kind of attentiveness, a sense of presence to just the simple sensations of the body walking. 
Um, it's, it's a powerful meditation practice. It's just as important as the sitting. Um, what I like to do is imagine that the feet are sponges. And with each step, the foot is absorbing sensation and just keeping the mind in the feet, you know. Um, And walking at a pace that helps you, that supports you in being present. So most people find that it's helpful to walk at least somewhat slower than the usual walking pace. There's no need to walk as slowly, as absolutely slowly as you possibly can. Um, but just to just to keep a pace that that um, supports this continuous awareness. Um, and s- yeah, and if anyone has questions about the walking, I can talk to you afterwards. <coughs> but otherwise, we'll ring the bell at about ten uh, thirty. Okay. Thank you.